Tim Chang was born in 1991 and proudly admits to knowing nothing about anything that happened before 2003. Sheltered, innocent, and unaware, this is one man's attempt to show Tim Chang the wonders of the world around him. This is The Education of Tim Chang with your host, Josh Simpson. Hello and welcome to The Education of Tim Chang. I am Josh Simpson. I am Tim Chang. And today, our special guest is Mr. Zach Perlman. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ron. Uh, <laughs> from Key and Peele and Inbetweeners, or Inbetween Wieners, as we were saying In between before. Inbetweeners, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> uh, a Nick Rasmussen joke. We've got to give, it, give yeah. credit to him. Um, yeah, so we're here, we're here to introduce you to something, Tim Chang. Mm-hmm. Got any guesses? Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I know, <laughs> I know Zach talked about... I know you told you told me you want to teach me something, but I don't remember yeah. what it was. Definitely want to teach you a lot of things. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to teach me something. Uh, no, I have no idea. I don't know. Is it a? It's a movie. We're watching a movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we are watching a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. We're, well, we're gonna watch. Waiting to Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> waiting for Guffman. Guffman. Yeah. It's a Christopher Guest movie. Nope. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah it's not his most famous movie. Uh, we should yeah, maybe just I, get that disclaimer out of the way. Absolutely. Like, like this is Spinal Tap. You ever heard of that? No. Okay, okay that's probably his most famous movie or his most famous thing that got him on the map. The big picture. Oh, is that him? Yeah, yeah that's that him. he wrote that right. Yeah, yeah, I think he directed it too. Oh. but it doesn't matter. Um, um, he's and best in show for your consideration. Uh, I, I a mighty wind. A mighty oh, wind. No, and then he, he just did one. Family Tree for HBO. Did you hear about that? Nope. Okay. So you're not familiar with Christopher Guest at all? No, I don't know who okay. this is. Well, let me, uh, let me say, uh, first off, you are, you just don't know it. Um, Christopher Guest kind of brought this uh, mentality, I'd say, to, the, uh, to um, TV and movies, I think, that went past Spinal Tap and Waiting for Government, of, like, mockumentary. Like, okay. do you like Parks and Rec? Yeah. And like The Office? Mm-hmm. That's, I would say that influence comes from Christopher Guest. I think that's a fair point, yeah. Um, in like, in the 80s, he was working for SNL. He was doing basically their digital shorts. And he did this one with, I believe it was, um, boy, I just blanked on who it was with. But it's like two guys who are uh, on a sw- synchronized swim team <laughs> and it's shot like a mockumentary and it is so funny it might be martin short actually i think it is martin short. yeah it's martin short oh it's it's not gonna be easy my brother and i know and then i've never done synchronized swimming in a, a sanctioned competition in this country officially it's got you know like zero acceptance in i don't swim so, I mean, no, of course not. Nobody is just going to walk up and hand us a gold medal, especially since men's synchro isn't even in the 88 Olympics yet. But that's okay, because we could use the time. Because I'm, I'm not that strong a swimmer. But, I mean, that just means that, you know, I'm 92 or a lot for the gold. After seeing Spinal Tap and Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show and A Mighty Wind, I was shown this uh-huh. um, still on VCR. Like, I was shown this, like, a while back, and uh-huh. it blew my mind. Because it was, it was obvious that he had been doing this style or this, like, mockumentary style or made it his own 
for like years and years and years before uh, I saw anything that he did. Most of the people he works with are SCTV people. Okay. Like, uh, Do you know SCTV? Do you know what that is? Uh, it's basically stands for Second City TV. Yeah. Oh, I see. But okay. it's like uh, when you say SCTV, you're talking about most of the Canadian Canadians? people, like oh, okay. John Candy, Rick Moranis, uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy. You know Eugene Levy? Do you ever see American Pie? I have seen American Pie. He's, He's the, the dad, dad of. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I know his face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dave Thomas, right? Yeah, yeah. Dave Thomas. Um, um, so uh, you you kind of have this like incredible uh, cast of people mm-hmm. and this really, I mean, a genius. Christopher Guest is also, this is like, nobody knows this, is married to Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who Jamie Lee Curtis is? Yeah. yeah Freaky uh, Friday. Yeah. That's probably what you're commercials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, true lies. And he's also, he's also a baron, which is like he holds, he holds a place in the House of, uh, House of Lords. I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> he's like the fifth baron of Hayden Guest. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, he holds his place in the House of Lords. He's publicly stated that he thinks it's stupid and should be <laughs> replaced with a democracy. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool. Like, he's, not only is he, like, to me, film royalty, but he's also, like, actual royalty. royalty? Yeah. <laughs> what? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Super uh, cool. Yeah. So um, he's pretty rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is now. Um, yeah, but also he came from National Lampoon and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. got to start doing that, those things. That's where Spinal Tap kind of came from. I yeah. Um, but he's also known as an improviser. Right? Yeah. Like, or as like he he works with improvisers. Like he writes kind of the first to do like the outline and then let you play with it type of guy. I might be wrong about that. No, no, first, you're definitely think, right. It's, um, it is... Uh, there's a great um, – if you want to listen to, I'd say, the best commentary track of any of them, I think it's uh, Best in Show has the best one because yeah. they talk about the process of writing it and the process of doing it. And in the process, you you hear how much of it is just like geniuses at play. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it really is like it's – I to me, we're watching the best. Like Waiting for Guffman is my favorite – Maybe my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. It is. It's really high up there. I like <laughs> love this film. I love it so much that I showed it. I was at, I was at a ninth grade. Like it was between eighth and ninth grade. This is like a while ago. It was, um, it was between eighth and ninth grade. Gosh, this has to be 20 years ago. Uh, or 10 years ago. I'm not 35. Or more. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I showed it to, I was at like a musical theater camp mm-hmm. um, and I showed it to everyone there. I was like asked permission and I was like, can we show this movie? I brought a VHS copy of it and I gave it to them and they were like, oh, we love this movie. Like it's, it's a farce on, I, I don't know if you ever did like public theater or like. Uh, I, did some, I did some theater in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a farce on that. I did a lot of theater, um, local theater in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so I have this like background of knowing these like insane parents who are very, very into like the play or whatever they're doing mm-hmm. and are into like losing themselves, I guess, for a f- like six weeks <laughs> in this experience with other parents. And the same six people would always be cast as leads. Like yeah, it was, yeah. it, it was that, 
And you, you'll see that in the movie, but it hits home for me so hard. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I love it so much. But it also, like, it is, from a comedian standpoint, I'd say from my older my older self standpoint of someone who kind of dissects stuff a little bit more and mm-hmm. uh, more internalizes everything, it, it is one of the funniest performances from everyone. Like, you're going to see people who we're not stars at this time. We're just coming up and who are like huge now. Mm-hmm. David Cross is in this film mm-hmm. and he's in it for like Fred a Willard. second. Oh, Fred he was, Willard. He's been around for a while at that point. Well, a little bit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like he wasn't, he wasn't an actor. He was still a stand up. So it was, mm-hmm. but he's like the, the people who are, I would say who are like huge, I guess not huge, but they're, they're big. I mean, like they're the people that I guess, I guess I look up to. When it comes to uh, comedy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. jokes. Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara is in. Do you know Home Alone? Yeah, I saw Home Alone. Okay, so She's the, the mom, mom from Home Alone is an incredible comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, I would say maybe the funniest woman. I mean, it's like her and Amy Poehler. I I would put next to each other in terms of just like comedian women that I think are unbelievable. Yeah. And she's unreal in this movie, too. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara's great in this. Yeah. Uh, I just rewatched this a few weeks ago. Like, really? Uh, or, no, I shouldn't say weeks. Probably a couple months ago, actually. And uh, just for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is a good movie. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I was kind of, I've kind of forgotten a little bit uh, how much I liked it. Um, so this is like a, so this is a mockumentary, too? or Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This about- is a mockumentary about, like, a production of a, of a community theater play. Yeah. Basically. Like it's about them putting it together. You'll see, but Guffman is like the, the critic that they're waiting for. Yeah. Okay. That's the, what it's called waiting for Guffman. The idea. Yeah. yeah. And Christopher Gass plays this guy quirky. <laughs> yeah. The director's the lead. Also. <laughs> yeah. It, I think it's his best part for sure. Yeah. 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 He, he shines. Yeah. He shines. Yeah. And to think like he directed it while he was doing it is mm-hmm. crazy. There are some of the scenes I'll, I mean, I'll point them out later, but some of the scenes in this, like, I recreated for a talent show because I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are just like certain parts of this uh, movie that are forever embedded in my life. So I can't, I can't wait, I can't wait for. We'll it. show it to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch the movie. Waiting for Guffman. Waiting for this movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what I need from you because. You're the bosses of the town, essentially. And I know that. Is. This is so hard. I mean, there's, there's nothing easy about this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. <laughs> That's what this is like. I need more money. Wow. wow. We want you. Need? Need? Steve's right. How, how, much how much are you thinking on now? Okay. What I need is $100,000. Oh, brother. He is good. Let me explain. Let me explain what... Oh, man. My heart stopped for a second. He started putting money in the... All right. Let me me just explain really what that entails. I bought it all the way, by the way. (laughs) He's serious, Glenn. He's, he's not kidding. Harky, our entire budget 
for the entire year is, is, is $15,000 for everything, and that includes swimming. Well, I don't have any swimming in my no, shoes. No, I mean, I, I mean the pool. We have to keep up the pool. That's, That's right. everything the entire year is 15000 We $100,000? Look, you're nice from all glad to hear, but if, if, I, if I may be blunt, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so what I'm understanding here, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're not giving me any money, so now I'm left basically with nothing. I'm left with zero, which, in which, what can I do with zero? You know, what can I, I can't do anything with it. I need to, this is my life here we're talking about. We're not just talking about, you know, something else. We're talking about my life, you know, and it's forcing me to do something I don't want to do, to leave, to, to go out and just leave and go home and say, make a clean cut here and say, no way, Corky, you're not putting up with these people. And I'll tell you why I can't put up with you people, because you're bastard people. That's what you are. You're just bastard people. And I'm going home and I'm going to, I'm going to bite my pillow is what I'm going to do. All right. So we're back and we've watched Waiting for Guffman. Tim Chang, give me some initial thoughts. Uh, yeah, it was, it was funny. It was a funny movie. Uh, I liked it. Um, it reminded me of Parks and Rec a little bit, just because uh, it was like in a small town, mm-hmm. and people took their shit seriously, right? Mm-hmm. I liked it, yeah. Uh, fun characters. Really liked the uh, fucking, what's his name? Was it Will? Not That's not the character with the actor, right? The tall dude. Uh, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Fred Willard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Fred Willard's great. Yeah. Amazing. He he's, was a, I think he was a stand-up really. I think he mostly did, like, sketch and, like, improv stuff. Yeah, he did. Like, uh, Fred Willard? Yeah. He was, yeah. I, I don't know where he comes from. I don't know if he was He a did, CTV. like, sketch. He was in some group. I forget the name of it. But I heard an interview with him once where, like, he did, like, sketch stage shows alongside stand-ups and that kind of thing. Really? Like, kind of started it. Like, he's one of the, one of the OGs. Wow. Uh... Um. Yeah, he's older than you think too. Like now, really? Yeah, he's like, unbelievably funny in that movie. Yeah, in like the most subtle, just like, <laughs> like, I feel like every time he's on camera, there's like a throwaway line. Like, like just as they're cutting the camera, he's like, one, <laughs> one more thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a great moment that we all laughed at. That like it almost doesn't have a point in the movie other than to be one of those lines. Where uh, Catherine O'Hara is like touching his hair, and he's like, "You know how I like the curl," yeah. and then he's like, "All right, fluff this part, and then you can go work on yourself." <laughs> <laughs> to his wife, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's uh, yeah, he's unreal. He's unreal. Yeah, there's so many good moments. Yeah, um, yeah. Tell me, tell me, kind of like I, I uh, knowing from listening to the podcast, it's never a really in-depth uh, look at the movie, but um, you said you. Like saw a lot of um, parts of Park and Rec within the movie. Yeah, uh, I mean the um, the the beginning of the movie. You know when they're kind of just introducing the entire, I guess the, the whole town mm-hmm. and how uh, how much they love their town. First of all, and then second, how serious they were about every little thing they did. They think about putting snipers on roofs. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that yeah, is yeah. A, that is a funny first joke. <laughs> uh, They're setting up for the town fair or whatever, or the it's the by by uh, it's the 150th anniversary of Blaine, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which they call something insane. Is that the sesquicentennial? Yeah, sesqu- yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, we had that in Wisconsin one year. Anyway, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're celebrating that and they're getting ready for the prep for preparation. So you get a little town map. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. show snipers on the roofs <laughs> in case of eggings. Uh, which is funny to me. Yeah, and then you just kind of get introduced to all the characters and what they were doing. Uh, and then they hear about this, you know, play. And, uh, and what do you think about the town of Blaine? Um, Stool, capital of the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, Sure, that's what it's like for a bunch of towns, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is back in your hometown, maybe like Ann Arbor, right? Maybe uh, Ann Arbor's Ann pretty not, big. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a college town. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure like other small towns could probably relate better. Yeah, it's yeah. like a yeah, yeah. but stool. I there the double meaning of stool capital of the world is pretty great. There, there's a bunch of them in the movie that I think now seeing it like a hundred times, I've seen like covered wagon. You constantly are talking about circumcision, and a covered uh, wagon is a name for a penis that hasn't been circumcised. Uh, so there's I d- there's I stuff like throughout the entire movie that I think if you watch like a, f- a few more times, and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it's fucking great. Interesting. Sorry, it seems it seems intentional. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the <laughs> the the songs? I actually thought they were pretty good. They're yeah. Actually, yeah, they're decent. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was expecting them to, to screw up and, like, have just a very, uh, um, I guess, outlandish and very uh, goofy song and dance. But it was like, oh, no, these guys are pretty good. This is, yeah. this is pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's I good it. for what it is in the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like a good community theater production, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I bring, I bring that up because Christopher Guest is kind of known, like, he's done more than a few, more than a couple movies or projects that involve music. Yeah. yeah. Like Spinal Tap, uh, This, a Mighty, Wind. a Mighty Wind. And he even wrote a song, I think, for, like, he writes songs for, for... I didn't know that. For some, like, some of his things. I think he wrote a song for Family Tree. I could be completely wrong about that. That's, I mean, it's very possible that um, he, he does the orchestration for it. But he's musically, like... Uh, inclined. I remember that's I, I heard of him talking about like Spinal Tap. What he thought made Spinal Tap different was like he's seen people make fun of rock bands, but he never seen them play the rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like which he and Eugene Levy and Harry Shear, who is the other one in the synchronized swimming sketch, which we later watched. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, also, voice on The Simpsons. Uh, lives in New Orleans. He's a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. He also does. If you live in L.A., he does a. Uh, um, Every Saturday morning, he like reads the news or Sunday morning on KCRW. Really, really weird. It's like (laughs) he just like these like long drawn out um, news stories where he's just trying to find jokes within them. Mm -hmm. But they just give him like two hours of airtime to just do whatever the hell he wants. And it's I've listened to it a few times. Uh, Every single time I catch it, I'll keep it on and sometimes stay in the car. I think I've listened to that in podcast form. He's kind of outspoken sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, He'll uh, he'll he'll do like um, you know how Garrison Keillor does like fake ads at the end. mm -hmm. Harry Shearer will do that, but he'll do them for like sometimes real conglomerates that he just doesn't like that day. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Uh, I've got I've got a question. How did you feel like um? Did you feel at any point that, because the characters are zany, did you ever feel like they 
were too zany and it brought you out of it? Um, I don't think so. No, I think I thought they were pretty like pretty grounded, right? Like these characters seem like they're uh, they would be from uh, like a town like that. Like the dentist dude was seemed like a actual dentist who was yeah. just trying to do something else and ended up doing. I mean, ended up <laughs> Eugene Levy. If you're talking. Yeah, Eugene yeah. Levy. Yeah. I mean, he ended up singing for old people, but, like, you know, it, it all kind of, like, accumulated to that instead of just, uh, well, this is just a crazy guy and weird characters. Like, no, these guys are pretty, uh, they've got some, they've got some, yeah, they've got some uh, qualities about them that are pretty realistic, uh-huh. I'd say. I, I think the dentist especially was just, like, who would be at this thing? Like, I tried to think, yeah, like, yeah, get inside yeah. Christopher Guest's head a little bit with, like, all right, what kind of characters are we going <laughs> to yeah. have in this town? Well, the, we should have a, one, like, boring guy, right? Yeah, The yeah. dentist. <laughs> and then, Who thinks he's a cut-up. I, I love to make people laugh, and I've been doing it since, you know, school. People ask me, were you, uh, you know, were you, were, you must have been the class clown. And I say, uh, no, I wasn't. But I sat beside the class clown, and I... I studied him. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing, one of my favorite lines from the movie. By the way, if you haven't seen the movie, you have to see the movie. It's like, it really is incredible. Yeah, it's a great movie. movie. All of his movies, uh, even For Your Consideration. For Your Consideration has this, a part in the movie. I don't know. I haven't haven't seen seen it, it. actually. So there's a part in the movie where uh, the movie, like after they have filmed it, it's getting like Oscar buzz. Mm -hmm. And one of the women have like, has like completely redone her face. Catherine O'Hara uh-huh. has like gotten plastic surgery and goes on. Uh, and uh, it's, it is this someone, I th- someone somewhere put a side by side of Mickey Rourke after the wrestler and Catherine O'Hara <laughs> and for a consideration. And it was just like, Whoa, they look so much alike. And it was such a called shot, I guess, by <laughs> Christopher Guest. Rather than like you know making fun, I heard that Catherine O'Hara like just did that face or something like that. Really? Yeah, or something? Oh, like dude, that. it looks like prosthetics. She's incredible. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. It's like you'll never be able to see it on this podcast, but it's like yes. <laughs> who knows? Maybe in the future. <laughs> it's like <you're> <laughs> just all the way back. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's so good. Yeah, uh, maybe in the future when podcasts are just TV <laughs> shows. <laughs> when would that be the day? Everyone will have a TV show. <laughs> it's kind of what's going Getting close. Yeah. Um, I'd love a TV show if anyone's up there and handed them out. <laughs> um, that's There's how they one work guy here. handing them out. <laughs> you want a show? You got a show. <laughs> um, okay. What else, Tim Chang? Oh, I wanted to say, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um that I think the reason that you can have all these zany characters, and you hit on it, but Christopher Gass's philosophy, just from what I've understood after listening to commentary, and like rarely does interviews, like he's a kind of to himself guy and publicly states, like, I don't try to cut up, you know, when I'm out. Like, I just want to be a normal person, and that's my time to play, and this is my time to be me. But he, he is all for grounded reality. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, it's, it's awesome. You see people who, Fred Willard, like, you know, he'll do stuff um, outside of it. Or Eugene Levy, where they're just, like, big, huge characters. But, like, it's, uh, Christopher Gass is such a smart person. And I think they love working with him so much is because they can still do those things that they're really good at, those big characters. But, you know, 
they don't dumb it down by being like, well, he's just a dad, you know, mm-hmm, they yeah, just yeah. get, they give him a background and they give him story. So, uh, I just like as an, as a thank you or a nod to Christopher Guest for like bringing that reality to such a silly premise. Mm-hmm. I think he does it for all of his movies and that's what makes him unique. Yeah. The first time I ever saw a Christopher Guest movie, I think it was pretty late in the game. Like the first time I like saw a good chunk of one, I was like, Oh, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was best in show. I was going to look for colleges or maybe I was, I was somehow I was at my cousin's place in Boston mm-hmm. and she just had it on HBO and I was like, just turned it on and like watched it cause it was about dogs. <laughs> and then it was like, I was like, what is this? This is really funny. Yeah. Like, and like, but there wasn't, I, I, I didn't know what to make of it. It was like before I knew what improv was even, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, or not what improv was, but it was before I did it at all or yeah. whatever. And I was, I just kind of couldn't wrap my mind around like, this is funny but it doesn't seem like they're giving lines. You know, like, I think part of that grounded reality is how they how they get, like, the natural moments and reactions out of people and, like, mm-hmm. kind of let them play. There's a, I, there's a moment in when uh, Corky is yelling at, for, is asking for $100,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's, he ends up, like, yelling, and he's like, you're all bastard people, I'm going to go <laughs> home and bite my pillow. You can see on his neck he's, like, crazy goosebumps. And it's like that I to me the only time I've ever gotten goosebumps is usually like when I hear someone singing and it's so good it just like gives me chills mm-hmm. or when I'm I'm so involved in something that um that like or when I'm frustrated or angry or upset like I get goosebumps so it's like it to me it's all, it just portrays that he's like really in it mm-hmm. as like a silly character yelling I hate you bastard people <laughs> <laughs> but but really meaning it and it's it's that non-fed line thing of just like just like go, you're angry, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another part where where Fred Armisen was listing the schools he beat, like when they <laughs> after Quirky <laughs> quit the show. Yeah, they're talking about his football team and they lost the quarterback. <laughs> and then he's like, there's, no, "There's something so natural about how he delivers that too." I don't know if he's making it up, but it was like, I love that. It's like yeah. it's like interviewing my aunt and uncle. You gotta stop crying. She hasn't cried this much since the day we got married. Honestly, you know. This is wonderful. Why, why didn't I react like this when I was playing football for the Blaine Panthers and our quarterback went down with a dislocated knee? I should have said, time out. You're strong, You're just a big brick. Let's delay the game and my lip would tremble. And I said, we have a, an injured quarterback. Let's give up. No, you know what we did? We brought in the second string quarterback. When he went down, we brought in the third string quarterback. And we went out and we whipped the pants off of Harry Truman High School. And next week went out and mopped the floor with Blessed uh, Heart of Mary. And... They went on to win the state championship. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I mean, now it's just gushing about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's part of it. Um, so, what did what? Give me some more, Tim. What, what, give me some more thoughts on it. What you What do you think? Let's speak to that a little bit. The the style of the thing. Does that um, appeal to you at all? Um, it was. It was. I mean, for me, it's still hard to like. Uh, comprehend like oh wow we're watching an old movie like this is uh this is how people used to look back then I don't know it's crazy but that's that was whatever it's superficial it's not like a it wasn't like a it's not a deal breaker at all it was just uh saw that I was like oh yeah I have to remember every time I watch an old movie like I have to remember like oh yeah this is the setting this is where we're at I have to kind of like just get my wrap my mind around that um, but, but your favorite movie is Django Unchained 
Yeah, but you know, when you watch stuff in Blu-ray, it's like it just looks cool. I don't know. But it's still set. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more the aesthetic of the so old were you th- tapes so. or something. You were thrown off that they didn't have cell phones. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't thrown off that they didn't have cell phones. I mean, Twitter. Or Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, no. that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> there's no social media in this guy. That's crazy. No. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's something to me that makes it timeless. The fact mm-hmm. that there's no like cell phones and it doesn't bring you out of it. There's no point in that movie where a cell phone changes the plot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's not that wasn't. There was a couple phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they just had a but, phone. But they were they had phones. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know. That's that's not even really. That's like a very severely minor note that I was just in my head. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I do for every movie that I watched that was made in, I don't know, when was this made? Like in the 80s? 94, 95? 94, yeah. yeah. Maybe later, maybe 96, 97. I'm going to look it up. Go for it. Yeah. Um, um, it's not that long ago. It's it not like that long ago. Almost 10 years ago. That, I mean, That's over 10 years ago. That's over 10 years ago. Oh, right, right. Uh, oh, yeah. You dope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were in the year 2003. It's so not that long ago. That, that, I don't know. I'm like trying 97, to... 97, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm... I'm as we do more of these, I'm getting more of a gauge on how he, of how I think Tim, it, like, at, like, like qualifies yeah, stuff yeah. or like, and I think a lot of it is first, like, aesthetic. Like, if it's old, your immediate instinct is it can't be good. Um, or not, not it can't be good, but it, you're, it's way harder for you to get on board with. Yeah. Which is something that I think you, like, I, I mean, go ahead. Go go through life that way if you want, but it's also kind of it's a little bit arrogant in a way to be like nothing good came before now, like yeah. like yeah. a I mean, lot of saying, good came before. I'm now. I'm not saying. I mean, I when I was a kid, I watch. I mean, I love like Ninja Turtles, and that's a very and that's shot very um, aesthetically old. I guess I don't know. I mean, but like, but, but I still enjoyed that kind of movie. And I watched like the old Star Wars movies, and I was like, oh yeah, like I liked them when I was a kid. Yeah, but Star yeah. Wars isn't even like a time or place. It's just like Star Wars is like galaxy far away. But still, I know you sure. mean like yeah. filmed. Oh, like, okay, filmed I, I, understand. I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I understand. Now I look like an idiot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I mean, I don't dislike movies if if they're old. I dislike movies if they're bad. Which is, yeah. this was not a bad movie. So yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah. It, but, but I think sometimes you th- you assume things are bad because they're old. I did I did before this podcast I was like uh, like if someone wanted to show me like an old movie like uh, you know I think I'm all right but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but now I'm more yeah, that's open what to it. that's what I'm that's what I'm I'm running at, at that wave I man mean, that's what I'm, I'm going I'm at. glad but uh, but no, I mean you know since we started doing this I I've been more open to it obviously even just watching on my own like at a at my house just mm-hmm. on Netflix I'll just if there's something that has a s- interesting plot. Or if I read the synopsis, like, oh, that seems like a something interesting. I'd probably watch. I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you you asking for my thoughts? That's just the one. Minor. No, no, I got it. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> the other thing that I think he judges things by, and I'm talking about you as though you're not here, but I'm looking right at you, <laughs> uh, is like like how it ends up. Like 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 <laughs> like. Do you, I feel like sometimes you judge the the movie by like. How the story goes, like, uh, rather, uh, like <laughs> the plot of the movie. Like, is uh, it a happy story or like, uh, like <laughs> Bukowski, for instance, bummed him out? I was just like, that's kind of his deal, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sure, uh, sure. Uh, 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 I yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, so, like, he, like he was saying, like he ended up going to Miami and stuff like that. Like that, I think that sticks a little harder with Tim than it does for other people. It's just like, yeah, yeah. what? Like the, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, post movie yeah, credit yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. They're all all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's I like alive? that movie. Good. Okay, cool. 
I mean, like, and I mean, it's a buzzer. I like it. it. I mean, well, it didn't seem like they had good endings. It was, I mean, it was like, that is the thing about this movie is like none of the endings are necessarily happy. Yeah, but yeah. that's why it's like it. It is happy because they're happy, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I love the end of this movie is because they're just like. They moved to Hollywood and they're extras. Yeah, like, that's it's great, just though. Like, it's yeah. so good. And then they also played a, an incredible like sub-game of they've never left Blaine, but now they don't have a car in Hollywood, so they'll <laughs> never be able to leave Hollywood. <laughs> By Coastal. Yeah, yeah. By Coastal, the Mississippi that's a River. Good joke. Uh, there was one joke that I wanted to ask Tim about because he laughed really hard, which was the Raging Bull joke. Oh, where, yeah. Where a guy's auditioning. I'm going to do a scene from the movie Raging Bull. You fucked my wife? What? You fucked my wife? How can you ask me a question like that? How can you ask me? I'm your brother and you ask me that? Where do you get the balls big enough to ask me that? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, did that did that just appeal to you in the sense of like it's silly or did you get the reference or like? Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Raging Bull yet, but I think it's just funny that a dude is auditioning and he's just like he's first of all he's saying those lines, which is yeah. really yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just doing it by himself, and he said it very uh, he almost said it very passively, like you fucked my wife, and just like yes, no, <laughs> yeah, dead eyed. <laughs> Good, good. You thought it was funny for all the right reasons. Yeah, that's why. That's all the right reasons. (laughs) There's no reason to find something funny unless you find death funny and you're a weirdo. I love people dying. No, (laughs) (laughs) knew it. (laughs) Called that. Uh, I I like this movie. To me, I saw this movie at the same time I saw another movie, which is Three Amigos. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Uh, that actually. I saw that when I was a kid, but it's one of my. That's another. I'd say top five comedies for sure. Um, which Lauren Michaels wrote. Mm. Lauren Michaels wrote that. Really? Movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's Steve Martin, and um, you're not gonna believe this. The third person was um, oh, I can never remember his name. He wrote. He writes like the songs for Pixar. Uh, Randy Newman. Yeah, Randy Newman wrote Three Amigos. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. That I love Randy Newman. Yeah, yeah I do too. Um, and he wrote what I consider like one of the best comedies. Um, but this, for another day, Tim Chang. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll have to see it. Um, but this uh, this movie and that movie, it's like they're very two very different styles of film. Like one is a film, and then the other is a mockumentary. But they both have zany characters and sh- crazy shit happening. But it's all grounded, and I kind of like I kind of feel like it. It kind of, it spoke to me as a comedian now. But I think back then it was just like. The funniest things in life are the things that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Christopher Guest has now, reading what he said, says that. Mm-hmm. He says the funniest things in life are the things that you, you, can, you, you can see yourself experiencing. <laughs> That's why Waiting for Guffman is so important to me because I did, I did that. Like Community theater was a thing in my life. And I did for t- since I was six until I was like 20. <laughs> yeah, I did it for like 14 years. I did it way too much. Um, and so, did, did you ever do community theater? You did. Right? Uh, I did like theater in high school. Right. What, what, were you, what did you do again? <laughs> I did a, a weird Christmas carol. Oh, yeah, that's right. Was it called yeah. a weird Christmas carol? No, it's called the Christmas carol, but we were playing actors who were doing the Christmas carol. and uh... You said this before. This, sounds, this is the most meta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most meta. That sounds real weird. Do you have a video of it? 
Uh, I think my friends oh, please, have DVDs somewhere. Yes. Now we need to be taught. Yeah. <laughs> we need to be taught by Tim Chang about this. This is Carol. Soon enough. Uh, 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 but yeah, this this movie was was funny. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, everyone. I yeah, I recognize some of those actors. I recognize some of their faces. I just saw Louie, so I recognize Parker, Parker Posey. Um, and then uh, that Fred Willard. I'm sure I've seen him. He's in everything. Yeah. yeah. But he's in a lot of these. Like, he's great in every Christopher Guest movie. It's, it's that, yeah, the playing with reality that him and Eugene just, like, bring. Mm-hmm. bring yeah. You know? There's uh, a bit in the Bested show where I feel like Catherine O'Hare is always, like, just, like, poking at her husband. Like, the, <laughs> like yes. in, in all these movies. <laughs> this one, they keep talking about his penis reduction surgery, which oh, she, God, she keeps bringing up because she's drunk at dinner <laughs> with drunk the, dentist, at the Chinese Jewish dentist. Yeah. There's one, yeah, sorry. But in Bested Show, her, her bit is that she's married to Eugene Levy. I think it's that one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's married to Eugene Levy, and uh, just along their journey to this dog show, they keep running into people that she has had made that she's fucked, basically. (laughs) (laughs) They just keep running into dudes that are like, I forget her name, but like, even like, uh, Rachel or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Rachel, hello. <laughs> like, I'm not wearing underpants. <laughs> and Eugene Levy just has to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite I've bits. I completely forgotten about that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, favorite um, little running gags. That's, that's the other thing is like, this movie is chock full of them, and seeing it over and over, you see them. Yeah. Um, and like, there were, there were a few, the covered wagon thing I figured out this time. Like, I figured that the double entendre of covered wagon and stool stool capital capital yeah yeah world. stool boom yeah happened. stool boom um yeah I just like everything about these movies makes me uh, happy that I do improv yeah because it's like it's not something that's unobtainable where it's like you watch something I I don't know why but the first movie that came to my mind was Winter's Bone. You mm-hmm. see something like that, and it's like, well, I can't be like a damaged eighteen-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. you see this, and you're like, I could go and be like a zany, yeah, you know, character in a real world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What did you think of the character Corky? Corky was okay. He was he was he was funny. Um, what was funny about him? The funniest moments was were what was funny about him as a, about that character? About that character. Uh, I mean, he wasn't, to me, he wasn't like the, like, he wasn't the funniest part of the movie mm-hmm. to me. So, I mean, I watched him, I don't know, he just, uh, it seemed like he was he was more of like a the guy you follow to me. I just kind of like followed his character and just whatever he did. But then when he got emotional about things, like that's when it was really funny, like when he was yelling at the, not yelling. I guess he was yelling. He was yelling. He was angry about not getting the money from that uh, mm-hmm. council. Um, <coughs> or when Johnny Savage drops out of the show. Oh, yeah. He got really upset. Yeah. He takes a bath. That was pretty funny. He's <laughs> dan- he practices dancing. Yeah. Oh, the, pra- the dancing practices. I mean, whenever I get go home to Ann Arbor, my sister and I do that. <laughs> like, we'll just randomly, or we'll do so the Penny for Your Thoughts <laughs> a bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's like supposed to be like a closeted, like a not homosexual. Yeah, closeted. as well as if you didn't notice the uh, the guy who owns the uh, pharmacy, mm-hmm. um, who tried to. I wish I was in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also closeted. 
I didn't want to say that for some reason. <laughs> Why? It's but part of what it is. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I think he's gay. I didn't want to say that. Yeah, that's like, fine. I mean, I think it's, a... I mean, yeah. I think that is kind of what makes it funny, especially like like some parts of it, just because especially when he comes out and goes like, oh, not just a little kiss. <laughs> like from the girl. Well, he has I, to play I, like the studly guy or whatever. I, was, I mean, I, I don't know. Anytime there's uh, a person I mean, who sounds gay, I don't ever want to judge and say, that guy's definitely gay. I, just I, mean, kinda, I think it's to humorous yeah, effect. I mean, yeah. like it's not like, he's not like he was... It's not like he's bashing on gay yeah. people either. Yeah, yeah. It was he's, just like it, this guy in Blaine, that, Missouri. Yeah. Like, it's probably easier for him if he yeah, says he, he has a wife. Says he has a wife <laughs> he says at one point he bought his wife a pantsuit. <laughs> I do most of her shopping. Yeah, which to me is just so funny. Just the the like rule of that world where it's like he bought himself a pantsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you uh, uh, came and showed us showed this. Hey, too. yeah, uh, thanks yeah, for having it's me. Funny. Uh, What's the what was it called? The 150th year? What is that? Sesquicentennial. So out of sesqui out of five sesquicentennials, or 150, probably. or 150, 150, <laughs> 150 sesquicentennials, one to 150, <laughs> one to 150. Yeah, a giant, giant scale. <laughs> All right. What do you guys usually do it out of? Uh, anything. <laughs> one to ten, one to five. Yeah. But Yeah, one one out of one fifty. Is uh is ninety five good? That's it that's, that's about a that's a D. Yeah. <laughs> what? A, yeah, it's seventy five percent. Oh, is it really? Alright. Yeah. Let's do one out of uh um Let's do one out of ten. Yeah. Let's do, <laughs> we clearly yeah. we clearly <laughs> reached it for the stars right there. <laughs> 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 All right, one out of ten sesquicentennials. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Okay, oh, that's good. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Good work, uh, Zach. Thanks. I, I'm, uh, I'm very, I'm actually like an eight on the Tim scale. To me, is like, it's like finally having your parents be like, "This is good." Yeah, <laughs> dude. I hope you don't view Tim as a parent. <laughs> no, no, no. I know I, you. Mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, works, man, so. an eight. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'm. Uh, I'm no, happy. It was, it I leave, was funny. Yeah. I leave happy. Go see Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap yeah, and Best in Show. I would highly recommend both those. If and you like this. and um, for myself, go see Mighty Wind. Uh-huh. But for your consideration, I think got bagged because it came out, and they f- filmed it. I don't think they. It was the first non-film one they did where they shot it digitally. But go see it. It's totally worth it. It is a great movie. And uh, a lot of, lot of funny there, right? characters. Yeah, I think he plays an agent. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Eugene Levy plays an agent, too. And he's unreal. <laughs> he's unreal. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, Zach, let's get your plugs in here. You got a movie coming out? Yeah, I have a movie probably in the next year uh, coming out. Cool. Um, it's produced by... Warren Michaels, I think it's Paramount. Who knows? Nice. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, it's called it's called Staten Island Summer, but I'm sure it will change. And you'll see it when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on Twitter at Zach Perlman, and I'm on Facebook. It's Zach Perlman. If you want to add me, I'm probably not gonna <laughs> add you, but you can try. Oh no, no, no one but your friends yeah, listen yeah. to this. Literally, no one. <laughs> 
Um, so you already all know that. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Perlman on Twitter, at Hey Tim Chang on Twitter, uh-huh. at Mr. Josh Simpson, or joshsimpson.biz if you pleasure. Uh, <laughs> if you please. Uh, great. If you want to help out the show, uh, give us a rating in the iTunes store, a rating and review. Those go a long way. You can check out all our episodes at theeducationoftimchang.com. Like us on Facebook. Uh, and that's it. Thanks, guys. Tumblr. The Education of Tim Chang. Tumblr. It's hosted by Tumblr. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, from the top. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>Because you're bastard people. That's what you are. You're just bastard people and I'm going home and I'm gonna I'm gonna bite my pillow is what I'm gonna do.